I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Jack and I will go to the bar and meet with the guy. Yeah, I'd like to get the details. I'm going to stay here and enjoy this conversation. There's only one love for me. I couldn't imagine coming up against a wolf. You got this one, though, Red. Don't worry. You- what exactly is the problem with the Fozak mine? It's very, very far away. Tomorrow? Is that the day after today? or Can I think through this game? If you want to learn to play, I'll, I'll teach you right now. Wow, you really pierced me there. Kratos, they're going to make us do a... A low-level adventure. Yeah. What are you doing? You know he's been—he's a—he's been doing this he's the entire playing. time. I've heard—I've heard there's playing. some games like this back in Waterdeep. Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is episode 141, Dine with the Devil. MVP this week is Kevin Costner for being such a super fan of this show. Thank you, Kevin. I loved you in all of your movies. Please answer my fan mail. Necropolis Suite is an immersive, narrative-driven cosmic horror video game about discovery, knowledge, and the meaning of transcendence. Playing as a detective for London's Metropolitan Police Force in 1886, you must probe the fringes of your understanding of the world as you attempt to discover the truth. 
navigate a cycle of insanity and death as you acquire forbidden knowledge in the romanticism of Victorian England. Our very own Harlan Guthrie, creator of Malevolent, has just been added to the writing team, and that means you freaking know it's going to be an incredible game. It's still in development, but check it out on Steam for a sneak peek and add it to your wish list today. All right, shall we do this? Yeah, let's do it. So we pass a lovely meal together, sharing exotic foods, door and explaining certain things. <laughs> and when the meals are finished and the drinks come out, she relaxes in with her cocktail. So tell me, Crayloth, tell me, tell me more about you. I, I would love to learn about your childhood. And at that moment, a dwarf approaches your table, one who is not dressed in server's garb, and he says, um, Excuse me, folks. I uh, don't mean to interrupt you and your dinner. Uh, I couldn't help but notice that you seem to be, uh, well, adventurers, mm. based on your weapons and the shiny armor and stuff. <laughs> I, I, and he's tugging on his beard kind of nervously. I'm supposed to send out a shipment of equipment and provisions through the tunnels to Fozik Mine. But lately there have been a few waylaid caravans and I was instructed to hire some capable types who would accompany the Rothe. I, I just came in to pick up some dinner for myself and, and, as I say, I noticed your party. Are you headed out of town by any chance? Oh, is this place to take out? It, it does, actually. Have you had the Mizuna greens? Oh, God, no. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, we're heading out of town in a little bit, probably tomorrow morning. We could probably help you. Could you? Sure. What are we transporting? Well, I can tell you uh, all about it. Did you, are you finished with your meal? Uh, You know what, why don't we go to the bar and we can talk about it? This sounds great. Sure. And he leads you away. Marina's like, oh, that's very... Um, yeah, Red stands up. Um, you know what? You, you, you have a conversation to have. Uh, I'll go. Does anyone want to join me to the bar and talk to this guy? Or yeah, I, I'd like to or? get the details. Uh, Doran is right. not picking up a hint. I, I, I don't mind. I, I can go. I mean, I, I would love to stay and chat with you for a little longer, Kraloth, before you leave. We've got sure. some time, Kraloth. Just uh, we'll, we'll go. We'll go sort it out, and we'll we'll uh, come get you in a bit. Oh, uh, and Jack and I will go to the bar and meet with the guy. Doran, you make your mind up. Hey, Doran's sitting there. He's like very content. He's like right invested in the conversation between <laughs> between not him. Just wants to be a, a third wheel contentedly. Just to fly on the wall. Great. So as Red and Jack are led away. Uh, Doran, are you going to join us at the bar? Or? No, no, no. Uh, I'm going to stay here and, and enjoy this conversation with Marina. Mm. Uh, uh, all right. Of, of course. And get my brew. Yeah. God, he's classy. Sorry. What were we talking about? Mm. Well, it was way different than here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when when I was growing up in the in the Great Peak Mountains, I uh, see much darker, much deeper, much colder. Uh, you know, I shouldn't say colder. I mean, it's just this is a much more homely place. Alex, do you have inspiration? I do. Oh, then fuck you. You know, I'm going to go check on my beer. Because I'm sorry, but yeah, you know, I feel like I'm carrying the conversation here. I, I always hate doing that, so I'm gonna go check on where my beer is at. He, and he gets up, and he goes to the <laughs> bar. I looked away to take a note, and I just did not expect it. God, it got me. That's hilarious. So, Crayloth, where did you grow up? 
Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I grew up um, very, very far away. Uh, the lands that you probably wouldn't have heard of. Um, it was a dark place. Uh, not a lot of safety, security. The only person there that that I really had there for me, but was 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 um, my brother. I, I had a little brother, um, and so we grew up together, learning the ways of well, being knights. You must have a thousand stories to tell. <laughs> if I could remember all of them. Mm. <laughs> Meanwhile, Red, Doran, and Jack are at the bar. My name's Thivum Chainbelly. Hi, my name's Red. This is my best friend, Jack. And I'm Doran Ironfist. And Doran extends a hand. Hey, Doran, pull up a seat. Yeah, and I'm going to get a brew. Another one, please, bartender. Is that Fozel mine, you said? Yes, Fozik. Fozik mine. It's uh, it's four days travel to the north and east. Hmm. And Doran pulls out his uh, journal and he starts sketching Mirabar using his mm-hmm. charcoal. Now, as I say, you sound like adventurers, or you seem like them anyway. Have you ever undertaken such a dangerous adventure? Oh, yeah, well, you know. Uh, Sorry. I mean, I think we'd... Uh, Struggle, but in the end, I think we could it's not our, transport some goods. <laughs> not our first trip up the up the mountain, um, and and four days to the northeast. I think it, it looks like it's on our on our way. So if, if there's, you know, I mean, it will be tough. Uh, he, well, my friend here, he speaks. I uh, mean, I, I, you know, he's confident, but I, we've only really started adventuring only a few days ago. You know, we're well, we're, uh, we're really really new to this. Like, We'd be able to pay you something that's more than fair for the job. Oh, yeah? Ten gold pieces each. Oh, I don't know. I, I suppose... Uh, With another ten on delivery of the goods safely to the mine. Oh, all right. I, I mean, I'd be nervous and a little scared, to be honest. There's a lot of spooky things in these forests, I hear. Like, what? wolves. Well... I couldn't imagine coming up against a wolf... You wouldn't have to worry about such creatures, oh, my God. friend, because you'll be traveling through the tunnels. Oh, thank gosh. Red turns and winks at Jack. I don't understand the way you're playing this. What? I'm role-playing. I'm pretending that we're new. Look, I'm kind of bored of the old rigmarole. We get it. We're very talented. But imagine if we were, like, fresh on the water, you know? We'd be, be really having a fun time here, so just play along. It's fun. I'm bored as hell. This'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> all right. I, I mean, You're... gosh. What exactly is the problem with the Fozak mines? What are you? What are you facing? You said are there bandits or something stealing? you stealing your goods. We don't know exactly where the shipments have been waylaid, but the Rothe just basically get them there, or they're supposed to. They don't really need any help navigating. We just need protection. Hmm. To make sure that whatever is happening to everything else doesn't happen this time. Would we have to uh, hurt things if if we got attacked? He lays a hand on your shoulder and he's like, <laughs> you may. Oh, and Red turns around and like buries his head into Jack's shoulder. Yeah, Jack, Jack is like sitting, trying to keep a straight face and just like lips zipped, really rolling his eyes at Red. But not spoiling the fun. They're, they're there. Pat's your back. You don't think it might be Umber Hulks, do you? <gasps> Red turns around like shocked. He like holds his hand over his mouth. Could it be? 
Ah, so you know some measure of creatures in the Underdark, then, I suppose. I mean, we've only heard stories of the menacing creatures. I hear they... They eat stone. They've been known to, yes. It's possible they've tunneled out from underneath some of the minecart tracks, and perhaps it's just a matter of... Things getting off track and the Rothay wandering off. Though they're not known to. They can tunnel? What do they mine at, Fozik? Uh, silver. Mostly silver ore. Nice. Some steel. I mean, fucking iron. Some iron. <laughs> I love that they mine the steel right out of the mountain. It's, right. It's, fresh it's, out of the rock. <laughs> Maybe they're special. Mine. You never know. No, I love that. Magic. That's a cool. It, that's a cool detail to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, this is sounds pretty dangerous, boys. Right? Says turning to Doran and Jack with his back to the sky, and he's just like beaming. His like face is like joy filled, but he's like his voice is entirely still in the character. Mm-hmm. We could get really hurt doing this. It'll be warmer in the tunnels, though, Red. Oh, you're right. Red throws his head to his forehead. I don't know, but ten gold is more than we've ever seen in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the meal that you just ate was like 80 gold. Literally, like <laughs> looking at you, the five irreplaceable magic items hanging off your person. Like mm-hmm. glowing with magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the dwarf stands up from the bar and shakes each of you by the hand. I'm so glad that I judged you correctly. I know <laughs> that you'll put your courage to the sticking place when you need to. Do you have a sense of this guy, Red? Yeah, I'll roll insight on him. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, that's 21. Yeah, this is kind of like a white collar dude. Um, and he's clearly never had to recruit anyone before in his life, uh-huh. but he's really proud of himself right now. I love how proud this guy is to be like, he's going to go home tonight and be like, I convinced some young adventurers mm-hmm. to take a job today. Mm-hmm. The one was really afraid, but you know, I think it's going to be good for him to get out there and, and get his hands a little dirty. Meanwhile, I've been like an assassin in Waterdeep for like a year. <laughs> it's just funny. So here's what I'll say to you. I'll, I'll meet you with my supervisor at the top of the elevator shaft. And he points through the window of the restaurant just there tomorrow morning. And we'll get you started on your first journey. Mm. Tomorrow? Is that the day after today? or You got this one, yes. Red. Don't worry. You... Red's trying to stretch how <laughs> stupid this guy thinks we are. And you mean morning? Is that the wake-wake time or the sleep-sleep time? I'll get him there. <laughs> Meanwhile, Marina's telling Kraloth this like long, beautiful story about like being raised in the manner that she occupies now, and autumn spent under the branches of the orchard, and and raising sheep. I'm I'm an investor now in many such farmsteads around Mirabar, helping to finance them. But I still think of myself as a woman of the earth, of tilled soil, even though I, I suppose I'm. Not really in the business of hoeing gardens anymore. Uh-huh. Kraloth's eyes kind of glazed over a little bit during that story, and he kind of just started looking around and looking at a server and just kind of nodding along every now and then, validating with a uh-huh. And, and yourself, Kraloth, have, have you ever been married before or in love? Uh, and then he's shocked by the question a little bit. Oh, um... Well, um, <laughs> I can't say I really know, to be perfectly honest. I, I, I've felt feelings for people. He kind of looks at her awkwardly. But um, 
I mean, in love or married? I suppose you would remember that. I suppose I would. But surely you can... You felt something deeper, something for for someone else? I mean, what kind of feeling are we talking about here? A desire to talk to them, be around them? I mean, I feel that for a lot of people. You're saying that there's a, a, a type of feeling that's so overwhelming that it knocks you off your feet and... Uh, you know, kind of like that that cliche stuff that they talk about, that the birds sing about, you know? That, oh, the, the, there's only one love for me. Nonsense. Wait, is that what you're talking about? Oh, I think it's a bit rich to call that nonsense. I've, I mean, it hasn't happened for me specifically either, but that's not to say that I don't think that it exists. Well, how do you know it exists? Well, because I, I see it all the time. Other lords and ladies seem to find happiness in each other's arms. And well, my father and mother were in love for decades. And Kraloth looks at his nails a little bit and leans back a bit and says, Yeah, but what you don't see is that nine times out of ten, one of them ends up cheating on the other or running off with someone else or just leaving the family altogether. Maybe magical at first, but all good things come to an end. So are you truly saying that you think that because love ends or is tarnished, that it doesn't exist to begin with? I just don't see any reason why I should pursue it. Why is this feeling so valuable when it's just going to end anyways? just doesn't make sense. She sets her fork down on the edge of her plate and kind of leans back in her chair and looks at you really looks at you for maybe the first time this evening. It's never been something that's been worth my while. I just wonder if maybe you spend all your time gallivanting around the country instead. Gallivanting. That's a good word. Gallivanting. (laughs) How many centuries old are you again? (laughs) A lady never tells her age. Right, right. Then what do you know? I know enough. Do you? Maybe you should get out and do some gallivanting if you want to find what you're looking for. How dare you? <laughs> How dare I? I, I travel... Uh, I'm in Mirabar, aren't I? Oh, Mirabar. I've seen the world. Mirabar. <laughs> A somewhat awkward stretch of silence settles over the table. Servers come and clear some of the empty plates, and Marina toys with a goblet not looking at you. If you are suggesting that I know little about the world because I am less traveled than you, I think you will find yourself mistaken. I'm not saying that you know little about the world. I'm saying that the world that you know comes from a very small portion of people. The authors, the scribes, the bards. You're learning about it secondhand. You're not actually getting out there and seeing it yourself. And what do you know, Kraloth? You know, what, a quest for valor? For renown? For treasure? Self-centered is what I call it. Hmm... 
I think we all could be a little more self-centered. And how's that? I think the world would have a lot less problems if people could look after themselves. A cloud forms over Kraloth's face, and he leans forward and says, Real experience doesn't come from books, Marina. It doesn't come from songs or suitors that tell you about the things that they've done. It comes from being out in the field and serving a cause, actual hands-on experience. Have you ever met someone and maybe purchased a loaf of bread from them and said hello to their children, little boy, little girl, maybe five, maybe six, and then come back that same evening having to put that same person down because they'd turned into an abomination overnight? Have you ever had to look those children in the eyes and tell them why you had to kill their daddy? Loss is a part of everything. There are some serious tragedies out in the world. Have you ever had to make a decision like that? I've had my fair share of tragedy. Yeah, sure. Do I need to remind you of the fact that I'm taking care of a man named Firth, and that I found his father's body. What did you feel when you found it? (sighs) Enough. Now let me ask you, Kraloth. How does your selfishness help people? It helps people because I don't burden others with my problems. The town of Pella's want was in ill repair when you left. You may have delivered them from a single villain, but you left that town to rebuild itself. You left us. And you can go on your way telling yourself stories about all the things that you do for this world. But when you fail to put down roots and to see things through, They're just stories. (laughs) Oh, 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 Marina, wow. You, uh, wow, you really pierced me there. Uh, Just got me down to a peg. (laughs) Refute me if you can. Uh, There's nothing I can say. You know... You you are an excellent read on on character. I must say, I'm uh, uh, I'm a bit surprised you were able to perceive that so quickly about me when we we barely even know each other. Putting down roots like an orchard, right? <laughs> yes, like an orchard. Ah, uh, just like your orchard. Yeah, uh, that was. Uh, you'll have to forgive me. I, it must be the the wine. I usually don't speak so freely or callous with such... I'm sorry, something's come over me. No, maybe you should be speaking freely. Maybe there'd be less problems in the world if people just said what they felt and didn't try to keep on doing things that, or acting in a way that other people wanted. You know, that's kind of the thing with the upper society is that there's this whole way of behaving. And I, I used to drink that Kier wine too. This this idea of, 
if I can be all friendly and kind and nice, then maybe people will act a certain way around me. And it's just a waste of time. She's blushing a little bit and looking up at you from underneath her long, dark lashes, but her eyes are glittering. You do know more than you let on. I had you pegged for a coarse but good-natured adventurer when you came into my mansion. How long ago was it? A month already? (laughs) Feels like longer. It does, doesn't it? I think your friends are about missing you now. And she looks over and the boys are at the bar boisterously talking with this dwarf. Kraloff has a moment of hesitation there where he he looks back at the the party members. He looks back at his gang and then he turns back to Marina and he sees her eyes glisten a bit and he his shoulders relax a bit and he he softens slightly as he loses himself in her eyes a little. You're a very interesting man, Kraloth. Thank you. I want to see you again. I know that your travels take you here and there across the countryside, but but when you're back in the area, I want you to visit me. Promise you will. And the assertiveness that she says that with kind of catches Kraloff off guard, and he gets a little flustered as his heart begins to pound and he starts to just feel but it's a feeling that it's very uncomfortable for him right now and with a very subtle movement he reaches his hand over to the haft of his mace and he clutches it and he feels the warm but smooth assurance of Rael as he connects with his deity and he relaxes and he looks up into Marina's eyes kind of a flatness on his face and he says I feel like I made myself clear earlier but uh," and he clutches the mace tighter I don't have time Marina and I can't promise that she smiles and stands pulling her seat out and looking down at you she says and I think I made myself clear as well um I'll see you soon um and she pivots and walks out the door uh, a look of relief and relaxation come over him as he takes his hand off of the pommel of his mace and lets out a breath and then stands and goes and meets with his fellow travelers. Kraloth, by the time you rejoin your party, the dwarf that you had seen earlier is long gone. Kraloth, they're going to make us do a a low-level adventure. Yeah. What are you doing? You know, he's been he's he's a he's been doing this he's the entire playing. time. He's, I've heard he's I've heard there's playing. some games like this uh, back in Waterdeep. You can go to these stores and they really specialize in them. It's really cool little Oh, they're so popular in Magic. Folded paper really miniatures and, and I've never played one Humans myself. House is wonderful. I had friends play this uh, when I was younger and they, you know, they would do things like have 
these things called desk jobs. <laughs> this is very, very interesting, but really not my cup of tea. <laughs> uh, anyway, the dwarf wants us to transport some goods through the tunnel, so I pretended that we didn't know how to fight. Why? I don't know. I was bored. You ever seen a Rothay? They're... I, I've never seen one in person. I'm so excited. I hope they're as, as like lovely and gentle as I They're like underground buffalo. C- can you picture it? Yeah. So no. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. We used to eat them. Are they tasty? I don't know. A bit fatty. Uh, that's a good thing. Fat's great. Keeps it moist. Oh, yeah. Well, look, he wants to meet us uh, tomorrow morning over there. Red points the lift. So I guess we still got the night to party down, although this place looks a little stuffy. Are you kidding me? And Doran points over to the the dwarven band. It's like I picture this heavy metal. No, this is a nice place. Yeah, it's a dwarf playing piano. Evening, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe it's like maybe it's like a um a heavy bells like dong. Oh, like a the tubular bells kind of yeah. Like a bell ringer. <laughs> and Kraloth reaches over and grabs the the double pint of beer that he'd ordered yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, just chugs it back, just takes a moment. And he puts it down on the bar, looks up, waiting. Yeah, nothing. <sighs> <laughs> I can't get drunk. <laughs> this is so frustrating. Well, at least you won't have a hangover. Jack pulls out his notebook and, and writes down another, <laughs> just another point of data. Try another one. You guys want to spend like a drunken night that we kind of narratively fast forward through. I feel like we spend too many drunken nights. What's another option? I want to do something fun. Some something. We could play some games. I don't know. Oh, D- Doran, there's there's a, that tile game. That, isn't that really popular? Dwarves with the with the cards. I was just about to say, and, and Doran points to the corner where there's like a special seat, like a set of chairs around this like uh, poker table. Ornament, ornamentally cut tabletop that has, you know, these these spots for tiles. It's it's cool. actually if you want to learn to play, I'll I'll teach you right now. Sure. Mm. I'm down for a, a late night of cards. A round of milk for my friends. <laughs> milk. No. Another <laughs> beer for me. Playing for coppers? And bring it over here. I'll get a pint of whiskey. A round of milk for me. And Doran brings over uh, the three of you to the table so that the four of us sit around playing this tile, cool. learning and playing this tile game while the dwarven band continues. Mm-hmm. Is it? Do you have to bet money or is it just like a game for fun? It's like dwarven poker. Well, sort of. Tile poker? Do you guys bet money against each other? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and I feel like Red's really good at it because A, he plays dumbly and B, he's really good at lying. Mm. Although I guess Kraloth is too. Yeah, Kraloth is you, too. You, Although what's your de- so what's your deception modifier just mechanically? Uh, right now it's plus three, but also I've got advantage on all deception right now. Should we roll to see who wins sure. the games? Sure, let's do it. Just do a straight up and down. Should we call it deception check? Is it a game of bluffing, Alex? Sure. Yeah, well, could, I mean, maybe we uh, could do deception yes. or performance, whichever you prefer. Oh, has anybody got <clears throat> skills in one of those proficiencies in a gaming set? I sure don't. Oh. Think. But if you did, I imagine... Or sleight of hand. I'm going to use my inspiration. All right. Is it is it an intelligence game? Can I think through this game? <sighs> no. <laughs> Luck. Game of chance. Bullshit. Chance and lying. Yes, and chance, yeah. Uh, 19. Ooh. Oh. Nice. I only got a nine. Damn it. 
Maybe Red's not very good at this. I got 14. And then 11, 11 for me. All right, Jack cleans up. Nice. Yeah, and, and your punishment is having to hear the history of each rune on one of them and, and his like awful oh. questions. Oh. Of like, oh. Every oh, time he wins a hand, he's like, and this is the hand. Like, there's a really famous, uh, I think like a dead I man's hand would be me. the equivalent above, but it. I really uh, wish great alcohol was working right now. I wish I was drunk too. Speaking of which, Doran's eyes are like glazed and he's like sitting eyes open sleeping. Nice. Jack's lovely stack of copper coins in front I of him. I know that too well. Uh-huh. Listening to listening to these. Eventually, the four of you make your way to some inn somewhere close by. You sleep for the night. Mm-hmm. And in the morning, you are all set to head out on your very first mission. <laughs> <laughs> Adorable. You go to the dwarven elevator shaft and meet Thivim Chained Belly. Thivum. And together with Thivum, the elevator shaft delivers you down to a loading area packed with crates, mine carts, animals, and people. Dwarves hustle around, driving cattle, inspecting crated goods, chatting with each other. Huge pillars support the incomprehensible weight of the earth above you, hanging lanterns providing a warm light and stark contrast to the dark mouths of tunnels that yawn off in most directions. Loading platforms a buzz of activity. You're brought to the wide mouth of a tunnel whose floor is milled flat and is crowned with the gleaming metal and wood slats of a mine track. Thivum directs you to just wait while he retrieves his supervisor and the cargo. He says, shouldn't be longer than ten minutes. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) Red says, shaking in his boots. You know, I hope you don't continue this uh, when we're alone. No, when we're alone, it'll be fine. I just, look, I need to I get some variety in my life. A little bit of fun. Sure, sure. I get it. We're no longer fun enough for you, Red. <laughs> oh, Doran, Doran. No, no, no. Don't Doran me. I'm just kidding. I'm having, I'm having fun with you, Red. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing me. That's cool. Uh, I like it. Uh, so we've got to take these, uh, these goods and, and take them through the tunnels here, the mines here. And we're gonna, we, we've got to go all the way up to Fozak Mines, I guess. Hmm. How far is that? Four days. Well, four days. Oh, but, uh, is that uh, on our way to the uh, the giant temple? More or yes, less. Yes, I hope. Oh, and perfect. And it's outside the weather. So <laughs> some strange coincidence, hey guys. I know. Yeah. Wow. Would we get to avoid all the elements? Amazing. Well, I don't think we would have been in for it if it was a different direction. Definitely. Yeah, and a bad storm could have set us back a whole bunch of time. True. So getting four days of clear travel in a good direction, this is huge. Yeah. yeah. Hey, actually, before I forget, uh, Jack here, and Kraloth tosses him a greater healing potion. It says, uh, "Yeah, Red and I got two of these for the party, and um, I figure Jack, it makes sense for you to have one of them and." Red, you can keep the other one if you want. Or I was thinking it could go to Doran because uh, you've got cure wounds. Yeah, I'll take a, so, I'll take a, uh, a potion of healing. You never know. Oh, yeah. Just in case I go down. Uh, Smart of you guys. Yeah, actually, I, 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 I don't have that other one, actually. I, 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 uh, I, I, don't, I don't have it. What, you, you, <laughs> are you leaving somewhere or something? Oh, it's not like you to lose things. No, no, there, no, right? I just, um, I, well, I, I, uh. I uh, got give it back, you know? Wait, what? say that again? <laughs> <laughs> I gave it back. I gave back the other healing potion. You gave what? back 
the other healing potion. So wait, you went and bought two healing potions and you gave one back? That doesn't make any sense. Look, I didn't want to tell you guys, but the truth was that the, the guards accosted me. They threatened to cut off my hand because they thought I had stole it. It turned out that that Kraloth stole it. I, I don't know. I, huh? oh. I felt weird about it, so I put it back. Mm. <laughs> the guy was, you know, a refugee. He was just trying to make money. Oh. He was charging us an arm and a leg, but you know how tough Evelyn's had it. I felt bad. Red-handed Robin, the great thief, returning stolen goods. My goodness. That is a joke. <laughs> I never said I was a great thief. And then you see Thivim return to the loading platform. He's got another dwarf with him who is helping to lead two Rothe. These are beasts of burden, small creatures, about four feet tall only at the shoulder. But as Jack alluded to, built like oxen with long curling horns. Huh. Smaller than I imagined. All right, so uh, have you ever driven Rothe before? Well... No, what am I talking yeah, yeah, about? Sure. Of course you haven't. <laughs> it's it's simple. Oh, I'm sorry, Master Dwarf. Well, I've worked with them before. I've never been in charge of them, but you might as well give us a rundown because, you know, I've only eaten them when they go lame. <laughs> These ones, uh, the ones that we keep around Mirabar, uh, are raised out in the mines, and then they're taught their way back to Mirabar. So oh, they know the way back and forth to their home mine and, and merely need to be hooked up to the burdens, and, and away they go. So they'll stop when they need to rest, and you just have to unhook them. They won't wander off until they've got a load secured to their harness again. So when you're ready to set off once more, just get them hitched up again, and Amazing. couldn't be easier. Very good, wow. very good. You've got them well trained then, it seems. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, as promised, here's the first half of your payment. And he gives you 40 gold pieces in a pouch. You're to see Wubella Magbrew at Fozek. She'll help you unload and give you a second payment. Sounds wonderful. Uh, you can count on us. And if you run into any trouble, make sure you protect these animals at all costs. Hmm. Otherwise, you'll be lost in the dark with no way to move at all. Well. Unless you're much stronger than you look. <laughs> So these beasts uh, are being hooked up currently to a, a couple of different mine carts. So each of the Rothe are going to be traveling single file on this mine track. And behind them, each have three different mine carts. Looks like four of these mine carts are full of manual gear, pickaxes and shovels, as well as more complex metal equipment different kinds of machinery that you're not familiar with. Mm -hmm. Two of the carts have food and provisions and other things. Perfect. Well, this should be a pleasant journey. So long as we don't get attacked. Yeah, yeah. Don't be nervous. We'll, we'll be fine. Probably some <laughs> thieves along the way stealing your, your loads. It's possible. Yeah. The valuable cargo and all. Well, okay. If we find the other shipments in there... Um, you said that they were waylaid. Then um, would there be chance of extra uh, compensation? Oh, if you're able to find any of the silver ore that went missing, of course we would be. We would be paying you for that information. All right. Well, I guess uh, we got nothing to lose right now. Might as well get going. Dorian, why don't you take the lead? For sure. And and as I I like hook them up, and with the click of the caliper, it's like a. They just start. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, the animals don't seem to need to be prompted at all. After you finish connecting them to their wide harnesses, the Rothe are hooked up in single file line on the mine tracks, and with a swish of their tails, they happily begin plodding off into the darkness. <laughs> once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters Heather Nichols, Alexander Reed, Merlin, Christopher Ryan Evans, Mitchell Cadwell, Colin Burkhart, K.R., Kelly McLeisot, Creature, Michelle Conn, Melanie Shen, Maggie Breeze, Stephen Lovett, Brian Blass, Lars, Gray, Bryn Marie, Daniel, Tara, Doug Churchman, Mari Kaniski, and Michael and Brianna Weber. See you soon! Woo! Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.